0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks for January twenty second, twenty sixteen. I am Jason DeFilippo, and I am Brian Schulmeister. How are you, Jason? (laughs) Oh man, Uh, it's it's been a crazy week. (laughs) Uh, Hot water heater is back in action. Uh, but as soon as we turned the the water back on, yeah, somewhere in the middle of the yard, a pipe burst. So <laughs> flooded the backyard, completely ruined the entire weekend, and uh, the it, we're just totally dug up now. And because we can't find it, and we can't uh, afford to have anybody come out and properly dig it up, so fun times.
1: All right, well you can uh, you can uh, basically I would order a hat uh, from Amazon and and put on your best Indiana Jones outfit and just go out there and do an archaeological dig.
0: Uh, Yeah, there's there's things called power lines and gas lines that run through the yard, which I... Details, details. Nobody
1: cares about details as we were just talking about before Uh, we started the show. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm really not into that kind of adventure (laughs) digging. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Jason. I've
1: actually uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a, maybe a little bit slow today because uh, I had a friend coming to town from Brooklyn, and every time she's here, I I, I might uh, might be a little bit hungover this morning.
0: Oh my God, uh, you went out and got drunk? Hmm, Surprise!
1: Yeah, mm-hmm, good times. And uh, woke up bright and early this morning and got my tickets to see Lush at the Roxy. I am so excited. I think that uh, took care of my hangover
0: in two seconds. Awesome. Feeling good. Feeling good. Excellent. I'm glad you got the tickets.
1: Me too. Sold out in like three minutes. Oh I was my just God. I was sitting here reloading. I fucking hate the process of buying tickets nowadays. I I, I would rather have been up at like at five in the morning lined up in front of Tower Records, to be honest.
0: Yeah, seriously. It's yep. Ah, the web sucks. what are yes, you Yes, it does.
1: Do? The web sucks. <laughs> so say the grumpy old geeks. All right, wrap up the show.
0: That's it. We're done. Okay. <laughs> so um I want to point something out to uh people who are probably new listeners to the show coming in. Um on our iTunes page right now, it says that we're a clean lyrics podcast. Um, we're not, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not. So if you are offended, I stop listening now. Um, this is one of those pesky detail things that we were talking about that people don't pay attention
0: to. Yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah. Uh, we are now on Blog Talk Radio. And we've had to port our feed over. So if you had to down re-download some old episodes, if they automatically downloaded, apologies. Uh, the chances
1: are, if you're using iTunes, you probably didn't even notice because shit like that happens all the time, anyways. And you just throw your hands up in the air and say, "What? Well, I don't know what's happening."
0: Yeah, yeah. I had I didn't get it on Overcast, but uh, I just didn't even really check. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get a notification on my watch that said that there was a new Grumpy Old Geeks when we flipped the the feed. So. We'll mm. see. Yeah. Uh but yeah, the one of the things that they didn't do is actually respect the fact that every single episode that we've ever done has been marked explicit and that the show itself is marked explicit. Yeah. So, so we're working on that right now.
1: We hope to have that fixed shortly, but again, I like you just heard me cuss. Stop listening if you get offended easily. Yeah. <laughs> this is your warning. So if you we get an email from you saying, Oh my god, you guys are jerks and you soured my life forever, you you were warned.
0: Yes, you can fuck right off. So exactly. There you- <laughs> Uh so we talked about drones uh, quite a bit on the show, and I found a great little spot on Gizmodo. Uh, mm-hmm. It's you know we've been talking about how those VR races that they're doing, the kids are doing in the woods are so yes. neat when they yes. wear the VR goggles and you get to see it. Well, this is like straight out of wipeout excel. it's like this uh it's in Vegas, and mm-hmm. it's like this neon Tron course with flames and stuff, and it just made me think it's like, man, if they could make a wipeout excel recreation that you could fly your drone through, (laughs) how cool would that be?
1: That would be pretty cool. I do remember Wipeout XL. That was a fun game. Uh, Actually, a mutual colleague of ours is very much involved with this. Uh, Lisa Jansen, who I'm sure you remember, Jason, Uh, (laughs) she is out in Vegas and I've been seeing posts on, from her Facebook about this for like the last couple of weeks. So she's somewhat involved in some way, shape or form. So I should probably reach out to her.
0: Okay. Yeah. My, the only, my, my drone buddy is Eddie Codell who does a ton of really good work, but, uh, his stuff is more professional than, right. than this. Yeah.
1: So after you posted that in the show notes, I threw in a little uh, gif that I thought perfectly summed up the state of tech. If you are not following us on our socials, uh, you should, cause you would see it there or on our Patreon page. So go take a look because I thought it was hilarious.
0: Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> we're, we're not going to, uh, to spoil it for you. Yeah. Go take a look people. hmm. Oh man. Uh, so we, after last week, you know, and the water heater blowing up and, Mm -hmm. now uh my roommate's transmission went out on her car so she's got my car now so i'm just stuck at home i which is probably the wrong time to do this but i killed my hbo go subscription
1: oh look you're gonna be a target case for my my prediction that uh cord cutting would be a huge topic this year
0: yep uh spotify went, went back to the freebies okay and uh netflix is going too. as soon as i can finish up jessica jones
1: i am loving jessica jones i started it this week
0: how many how many are you in
1: uh five.
0: Oh, oh you're five way reasons. ahead of me i'm only two in or one and oh, a half
1: it's excellent i love it
0: okay cool yeah i I, mm-hmm. I i checked all the time that i actually spend watching netflix hbo go and listening to spotify and it's it's almost nil i almost never are, are <laughs> amusing these things so i'm like why the hell am i paying so much for them so bye-bye yeah.
1: I, I i will dare to make another prediction right now um as soon as game of thrones comes back the hbo subscription will return or you'll just use somebody else's
0: I'm, I'm gonna use somebody else <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go
0: yeah because and, and honestly i really don't care that much about game of thrones i don't
1: oh, I, I do i love it
0: yeah it's I, just it's yeah. sadness porn game of thrones is sadness porn
1: that's it's, it it's tits and
0: swords it's the best thing ever i go back and watch spartacus for that
1: yeah, yeah spartacus was great yeah. uh speaking of great things that i think are about to be ruined uh we both loved ready player one that was one of our favorite books ever Warner Brothers is making a movie.
0: Of course they are.
1: And you can go right now to readyplayer1moviecasting.com. Because All Because right. they're looking to cast the characters.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Brian Blondell, friend of the show, who sent that to me and said, I'm sure you're going to be pissed
0: off about this. Uh, you're right. And Spielberg is directing it. Well, it's, uh, it's just... Hey, such... it's be- hey, it's better than George Lucas. Come on. I, that, is,
1: that is true. But uh, it's such a genius book, and I, after the whole Ender's Game thing, you know, I had Harrison Ford. I had hopes. It was crap.
0: Uh, true, true. <sighs> but, you know, let's see if Spielberg can pull one out of uh, pull one out in his old age.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Um, in related news to this show and something that we talk about all the time, the uh, World Economic Forum has uh, basically released a study saying that the digital economy is is going to kill us all. um what is it gonna go
0: rise up and grab a sword and just chop our heads off or i
1: don't think it'll use a sword okay it will use something uh You know, okay, the second machine age is what this is all being called. The Germans refer to it as Industry 4.0 because we're German and that's what we do. We don't give it stupid names. Uh, World Economic Forum is calling it the fourth industrial revolution. But there are three major myths about the digital economy, all of which I think we've touched on many, many times. There's a great article in Recode. uh, Myth number one, a bigger digital economy means greater economic growth. No, No, it does not. (laughs) Uh, myth number two, all we need is greater technology, technology investment. Uh, no, because really all we're investing in are stupid apps that basically make things that weren't that difficult even easier. And myth number three, the online giants will continue to dominate the digital economy. So this is a, they're saying no to that, but we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that one I'm not entirely sure I agree with because I think Amazon, Uber, Airbnb, Facebook, all these massive dominating brands are not going anywhere anytime soon.
0: Oh, kind of like MySpace was the. It was never going anywhere either.
1: Mm. Yeah, MySpace yeah. was always kind of a piece of shit.
0: Uh, we talked about this
1: before, though. I think there is critical mass now, and there's general acceptance. MySpace was still a bit early on for people. Now, social networking is entrenched. Uh, your mom is your and your dads are doing it, and uh, yeah, we're not moving anywhere. Okay, we'll see. We'll know. see. And uh, in related, uh, U.S. News and World Report ranked uh, the best countries in the world through a variety of metrics, all very interesting. Number one, the Germans.
0: Of course you're going to post a link to this, you kraut.
1: Number two, Canada, which will probably be my future home. Uh, Number three, the United Kingdom. uh, I lived in London. I would love to live there again except it's too damn expensive. And we're number four. We're number (laughs) four. Yep, we're fourth.
0: Okay. Well, it's actually better than I thought it was going to be.
1: Me too. I was actually expecting the U.S. to be far further down, but, uh, you know, we just make too much money. And uh, you have to factor in that the percent's life is a gazillion times better than everybody else's. So they, they tip the scales.
0: Yeah, they blow the curve. Exactly. <laughs> in the news...
1: In related news, the World Economic Forum also published the Future of Jobs, a new report on Monday uh, that basically said that robots, automation, and AI will replace up to 5 million human jobs by 2020, which is not that far away.
0: And when you think about the world population, though, that's actually not that many. When you're, no. when you're dealing with 7 billion <laughs> you no, know, of us. But,
1: uh, but we're already seeing issues. Mm. Uh, see every other episode of this podcast. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, the, no lack of middle class, et cetera, et cetera. I think we did a report a while back that it was, it was talking about uh, the best jobs for longevity, and, I, and we settled on becoming Pilates instructors.
0: It was, it was Pilates instructors or robot technician. that's right. pretty much right.
1: it. Yeah. What are the other so. yes. uh, related fields? Obviously, I th- you know what <laughs> I, you know what I think we're going to need. Hmm.
0: I think we're going to need an Uber for drone recovery. So when you lose your drone, you can just call somebody that will go out and find your drone for you and bring it home. Yeah, that's true. That might be interesting. That might be a good job to have.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, that's uh, also related. There's a lot of news that came out from Amazon about their drone program. Uh, A couple links in our show notes. I particularly enjoyed the fact that um, they're, they're basically trying to plan for everything. Uh, the one thing that they can't do of course is they, they can't weaponize these drones. So, yes. <laughs> uh, the, 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 big issue that they have right now is uh thieves that have guns. Um, basically the company is hoping that people will get tired of shooting at its drones. Once the novelty wears off.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn. Uh, and the funny thing is it's like, uh, they're saying, you know, it was it David Pogue did the, the original article, the original interview with the guy. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you know, yeah, they're talking about the people shooting down their drones, and they're like, what are you, you going to do about that? It's like, yeah, I suppose they could, but they could shoot at our trucks, too, you know?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. hmm Yeah, you can't plan for everything. You can't. Without weaponizing. <laughs> no. Then the world is over.
0: Oh, man. Um, WhatsApp, which yeah. I never use. Uh, I use it a lot. You do? Did yeah. you? So you, you paid the $1 annual no. fee?
1: No, I did not. Maybe, maybe it's because I had it way earlier. I I don't know why. Um, I've never paid any money for WhatsApp, and I use it a lot.
0: Okay, because I saw that they were dropping their one dollar annual fee, which I assumed everybody had to pay. Because, but I've never used WhatsApp,
1: so I saw that you posted that link, and I went, "Huh, I've never heard about this one dollar fee." Interesting. Hmm. So I don't
0: know what's up with that. Maybe you were grumpy old grandfather, in. Could be. That's
1: that's the only thing I'm thinking. <laughs>
0: And I saw this on Bloomberg this morning. Um, Google and Apple, you know, they are, they are very, ri- very rivalous companies. <laughs>
1: rivalous. I'm yes. making
0: shit up, man. It's okay. early. I haven't slept more than three hours in a row in five weeks. So I get to make up some words. Okay. Um, yes. So they're rivals in, in many aspects. But it turns out that Google paid Apple $1 billion to keep the search bar on the iPhone.
1: That's insane.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: But it totally makes sense. How many people are out there with iPhones and and most people are just mobile now. We talked about how last week, last episode that the desktop is dead and people are basically just on their mobile devices all the time now.
0: Yeah, yeah, the unwashed masses, you generally stay on their mobile devices. I live on my laptop. I don't know (laughs) what I would do without it. But yeah, a billion bucks, man.
1: Yeah, well, I think think Amazon might need to start paying off some money over to uh, Apple as well because goddamn if Amazon.com does not work great it works horribly on the iPads.
0: Yeah. I, I only have to fix that crap. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you, I have two links. I have one for the Amazon app and I have one for amazon.com on my, right. in my home. And, you know, I kind of toggle between the two, depending on what works that day. Yeah, <laughs> if I really fun. need to buy something, it's like, oh, I'd rather just wait till I get home and use my laptop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's generally a lot easier. Uh, title is still around. Uh, really? Yep. And I love, love, Love the tagline on this article. One of Jay-Z's 99 problems seems to be billing errors.
0: (laughs) That is a great tagline. Uh,
1: They accidentally charged X subscribers and reactivated accounts that were shut down.
0: Well, you know, accidentally is not, uh,
1: Yeah, we don't know
0: about that. That might have been.
1: I call bull crap on that. (laughs) Yeah. So if you ever did sign up for that stupid ass service in the first place, uh, you might want to check your credit card
0: absolutely because yeah and the, just the crazy part was it's like oh okay well you know we're sorry we charged you we're going to refund the money and we're going to give you three free months that auto renew yeah <laughs> so they fix they fixed that I part want. too but yeah. yeah that's why i'm saying i don't really know about that
1: <laughs> yeah uh and the internet as we know it is now officially dead how so well yeah, Verizon is basically going to hope that advertisers will foot the bill for mobile data. Basically, they will pay up to uh, allow you to surf their sites uh, and have it not be part of your, your streaming data plan.
0: <laughs> okay, what, yeah. these people are insane.
1: Net neutrality is dead. Uh, this is, you know, this is exactly what we knew was going to happen, basically. So if, they're, if you're even attempting at all to compete with Netflix or Amazon. They're basically just going to go around and pay Verizon and then advertise like no tomorrow saying, Hey, you can surf our site. And it's not going to ding you because as we all know, we don't have uh, unlimited plans anymore. So well, stop watching
0: Netflix on your damn phone.
1: Uh, do you, do you tell every kid that because that, that's all they do. This is how they live. They don't even understand what a TV is.
0: D- okay. Damn kids. Welcome to the new world, Jason. <laughs> no, I've, I've actually so- been.
1: Co-opted and bought, brought to you by some sponsor.
0: My, uh, my, so my roommate works with a lot of 20-somethings, and I actually had her go to the office this week and ask every single one of them, uh, do they listen to podcasts? And 80% of them go, what's a podcast?
1: Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. So and these are 20-somethings who are the, the hip tech kids, you know. Yep. You know, they're Snapchatting all day and doing stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I've actually gotten Snapchats this week. I don't know what's going on. The the world is upside down, man. I'm telling you,
1: I, I did my deep dive on Snapchat last week. It's for kids.
0: Yeah, it, man. Talk about a terrible UI. Oh, <laughs> I just, well, it's do again, not. Yeah,
1: it's it. it's not meant for old people. It's it's meant for an entire generation that that have grown up without a standard user interface, without menus, without uh, you know any of that stuff. So it makes perfect sense for them. It's all a discovery. <sighs> it's,
0: it. God I mean, damn. it hey. makes no goddamn sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, And in the mobile world, again, I'm somewhat happy about this, except for the fact that I'm on Verizon. Uh, There are getting to be some really decent mobile options for international travel these days. Uh, T-Mobile offers this fantastic plan called Simple Choice, uh, which basically lets you get roam around all you want in any country in the world. And they don't charge you very much at all uh, for unlimited data. Unlimited data. You can get unlimited data in a different country now.
0: See, the funny thing is (laughs) T-Mobile has always been really good about that. I know a lot of people who do a lot of international travel, and they have a separate T-Mobile phone just for travel.
1: Yeah, the problem is it doesn't work well here.
0: Well, that's why they have a separate phone just (laughs) for international travel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is ridiculous. Uh, Seems to be that Google's project fee or fi, I'm not sure how they're going with it, might be uh, the solution. But uh, I don't want to go all in on Google. I'm terrified no. of that. So, but at least for the time being, apparently, uh, my my wife actually has T-Mobile, so I just use her phone when we're traveling overseas. There you go. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, and then there's a quick follow up. We talked a little bit about GM uh, trying to get into the uh, the automated driving area, self and and ride sharing. So GM actually just bought a sidecar.
0: They're picking them up. They already have Lyft. so yep.
1: so they got sidecar. They got Lyft. They're just running around and picking up all these different uh different little companies that uh, that couldn't against Uber. So we'll see what they end up doing with it.
0: Yeah, and there, there was an interesting article on CNET talking about uh, how the. Hold
1: on a second. There's an interesting article on CNET. I know. That in and of itself is news. <laughs> it is-
0: <laughs> yeah, talking about a blast from the past. CNET still oh. CNET is still around, but aren't they owned by like ABC or some somebody now?
1: I don't know. I have not followed. I, CNET used to be my go-to place when I was going to buy new tech. I would read all the reviews there. And uh, I haven't been to CNET in probably five,
0: ten years. Yeah, they got bought a long time ago. I was when I was still up in San Francisco. And I had a bunch of friends that worked there who left after they got bought. But they got bought by like a TV network or somebody. I can't remember the, right. the the details. And I'm too damn lazy to look it up because it was so long ago. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Interesting article on CNET um, where they're saying that the heart of the world's autonomous and connected car research is actually not Silicon Valley. It's uh, university of Michigan. Okay. It's surprising. Uh, they've got a, they've got a thing called roadshow, which I guess is all like auto tech, but uh, I'm going to, the, the link's in the show notes, but they have like a whole testing facility out there. That's uh, you know, mimics a city and they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. It's really cool.
1: Very cool. I'll have to take a look at that and go to CNET for the first time in years.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like, okay, Detroit, that's probably the best place for it because there's nobody to run over because
1: it's yeah, a ghost it's just, town. <laughs> it's a freaking ghost town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: whatever rebuilds that town. I'm happy with it.
0: Okay. Speaking of uh, people in cars, uh, have you seen the carpool karaoke video? with uh, Adele?
1: No, I have seen it posted everywhere in the world.
0: It's actually, actually really it. fun, but the, the entire point of it is that the, uh, it basically broke, uh, every record for late show viral videos. I looked at it last week and it was like at 44 million views, which is nuts. Wow. That's, that's crazy. But it's Adele. Anything that she does is going to be massive these days. And this James Corden guy, I'm telling you, I got to start watching the late, late show. He seems I to am be... not a fan of his. Really? I don't think he's funny. Uh, I man. think he's pretty good so far. Everything I've seen is pretty decent.
1: All right. Teach their own. Yeah. I, but to be, I mean, I'm just done with late show. Like I, the format has burned me out. I have no interest
0: in it. Uh, well, see the so. Colbert show is great now because I just look at the the guide and see if there's any good interviews. And then I just watch the recording and get up to the interview and then turn it off and delete it. It's perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Cause he does great interviews on there. He really does.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I, would lie. I'm lying. If I say I'm going to check it out, I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Might as well start being honest now. Uh, I will never watch any of that. So there's been a bit of a kerfuffle in the music industry yet again, which is not really what we need. Uh, This guy named Heathcliff Brew, who is uh, basically an A&R agent, uh, has been, uh, well, you know, he's been a dick.
0: His name's Heathcliff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and he's an A&R agent.
0: Okay, double whammy.
1: Now, the real problem is he's basically acting like the music industry was about 30 years ago and it's not anymore so he's been sexually harassing all these female musicians uh and it's all blown up in his face and he's issued the standard i have a drug and alcohol problem and i'm sorry and i'm gonna go get help and save my fuck you you're just a dick
0: you're just a dick
1: (laughs) that's that's really what the drugs and alcohol has nothing to do with it that's just another symptom of you being a dick in the music industry so fuck you
0: (sighs) all right say it it, it how you really feel Uh, that's
1: how i really feel about it fuck you dude uh deezer still around what i guess deezer deezer it's uh it's got 110 million dollar funding round after its 330 million ipo didn't work out so well
0: i don't even remember what deezer is it's a streaming music service oh my god i do Uh, not remember this at all
1: yeah, I don't either. It's one of the ones I never really signed up for. It is Paris-based, uh, so it was more popular over in, the, over in Europe. Land. Oh, so that
0: would be Desire.
1: Yeah, Desire is where you go to listen to your Daft Punk.
0: <laughs> no, I've never even heard of this
1: company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's a really good article that I enjoyed um, on musicclout.com. Uh, technology didn't kill the music industry. The fans did. Um, it, it's a good read. It basically just says what we've been saying all along, we've raised an entire generation of people that don't want to pay for money. uh, They don't want to pay for money? Wow. Or They don't want to pay for music. Well, they don't (laughs) don't want to pay for money either. That's true. They don't want to pay for anything. Uh, How freemiums have basically destroyed the working class musician and independent labels, that's 100% true. Uh, I think the blame is, there's so much blame, it can be evenly spread out amongst everyone. I don't think the industry helped itself at all. The record labels certainly didn't. A lot of the musicians didn't because they signed on for things they didn't understand that had short-term benefits back in the day, but obviously in the long-term have completely fucked them and the fans haven't helped so
0: no we have trust (laughs) me the fans the fans were the biggest problem in the beginning look at napster man we we, everybody are we we coming
1: around to the fact that the the drummer from metallica should have sued then
0: (laughs) no but yeah i don't know no trust me we've done this all to ourselves
1: anyways Uh, it's a fun read I, i enjoyed it and if you have any interest in this sort of thing go read it okay yeah Uh, And then let's go to science news because it's fun and interesting and doesn't make me depressed. Apparently certain scientists have broken the speed of light. They reported particles traveling faster than light. And we'll
0: see. Okay. How do you measure that? That's crazy. I don't
1: know. I don't know how you do any of this stuff.
0: Because Uh, we're not scientists. (laughs) I I,
1: I wish I did because it seems like this is a pretty stable industry and very interesting. And I'm sure they're going to have jobs until the robots take those over too.
0: All right. And also in crazy science news, uh, Caltech Mm. researchers find evidence of a real ninth planet.
1: I feel so bad for Pluto. I
0: know. Damn that is sad. Damn that Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: Now uh, I saw this news is all over the place. I haven't really read up on it. How have we
0: missed this? Uh, because it's orbit is like really bizarre and far out there. It takes uh, the planet between 10,000 and 20,000 years to make one orbit around the sun. (laughs)
1: Ah, so it's a way out past Pluto.
0: Yeah, it's pretty big, but it has a a mass about 10 times of Earth.
1: Wow, so there's this huge thing floating around out there. Yep, that nobody can see. That's amazing. That's amazing.
0: And and I would like to just clarify, I know Neil deGrasse Tyson wasn't the guy who was the one that started the Pluto thing, but he gets all the the heat for it.
1: Well, he gets all the heat for all science because we're stupid.
0: (laughs) So yeah, this is a good article on, and it's got like diagrams of what the... uh, the orbit looks like and all sorts of stuff so it's uh we'll see if this comes in as our new ninth planet it'll be interesting i wonder how, how
1: uh, the naming is going to be fantastic maybe <laughs> we should just call it tyson
0: security ha!
1: I don't know what's going on with you, Jason. I'm a little bit worried about this whole dog thing. This is the security segment. Now, normally, if you're new to listening to the show, this is at this point, I put on a tinfoil hat and I take a nap on the couch uh, <laughs> because Jason has put about 70,000 links in here and I'm just snoozing through the whole thing. Not a one. Not There's one. Not, not one from Jason this week. In fact, only three from me. They're all <laughs> me.
0: I uh, know. this is it's uh, it, Turnabout's fair play. It's your turn, damn it. You'd be the paranoid one for a week. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I'm not going to be terribly paranoid, uh, but uh, here we go. So, here's my take on security: uh, BitTorrent Sync, which I, I don't use Sync by BitTorrent, but I, BitTorrent is my preferred client for speaking to people from Sweden.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: they do have an app called Sync, and uh, they are basically they're releasing uh, uh, encrypted folders in the new update, so you can really, you know, this this is uh, good slash bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, depending on your feelings on 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 encryption and and what people may be using these services for, but uh, yeah, so they they've released an update that does quite a lot of different things, including uh, running as a Windows service. But the main thing being that you can now have encrypted shared folders.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, by the way, I use Transmission for speaking to Sweden on oh, the on the Macintosh.
1: Yes. Right. Okay. Maybe I should upgrade that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, as long as you're using the Macintosh. Yes. Um, I've used BitTorrent uh, Sync before, yeah, and it was it was right when it came out, and I used it to sync all my home machines, and I stopped using it when I got rid of all my home machines and went down to one machine, so I didn't need to sync <laughs> with myself. Um, but when it when it did work, it worked fairly well, except you know every now and again you'd get some kind of hiccups, but same thing happens with Dropbox too. But yeah. the uh, the encrypted folders thing is good; it's very yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the big story that did the rounds, uh, everywhere. I, I always, uh, my, my barometer for this is, do they talk about it on the today show in the morning while I'm having my toast? And they did, uh, they release splash data every year, puts out a list of, uh, the stolen passwords made public and then sorts through them in order of popularity and finds that we are all stupid and still use really bad passwords. Do not count. Do not say we, Yes, I know. 1Password people, Uh, but I'll get to that in a second. So they put out their list of the 25 most popular passwords of 2015. Now, everybody leapt on this, and that's all they talked about. There's a deeper bit of the data that they don't talk about, which is actually the, the frequency, the number of stupid passwords is down considerably.
0: Well, that's so there, good. There,
1: are, there are less people using them than ever before, but there are still a lot of dumb passwords. Yeah. And apparently Star Wars was very popular this year. <laughs> there's a lot of people using different Star Wars passwords. So,
0: yeah, uh, I actually saw this on my Fox LA because I don't watch whatever morning show you watch. I, yeah. I I put on the dumbest morning show that I can find, which happens to be on Fox. Fox. Shocking. Yes, but it, they're pretty funny. I got give to them, give them credit, but they're, if you want to find out how easy it is to get on TV when you're in Los Angeles, turn on my Fox LA in the morning and you will see that it does not take much to get on television.
1: No, it doesn't take much. Um, yeah, this was the, I even heard this on Stern because I have uh, Sirius in my car and every now and then when I'm driving around. I'm like, oh,
0: you're Man. the, you're the one that has that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm the one. Um, it, it comes with the car for like a year and then I just paid for it, got it again because I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Anyways, but even he, you know, they talked about it a little bit and it's just a uh, one password people solves everything. Cause he was like, I'm never going to remember a long random password. You don't need to, there are programs that do this for you. There's one password to rule them all. You just need to remember one and it <laughs> saves everything. Now I do understand. Uh, well, first off, people are just too lazy and they never go and do it except for like maybe three of our listeners who have went and got one yeah, password. We're,
0: we're up to nine nine up of our not. thousands of listeners have actually that's, got it
1: that's not bad uh let us know if you did so we'd like to update that number uh the one issue i will say about it is they still it's a pain in the ass on mobile uh on your desktop totally simple piece of cake unbelievably easy to to make your passwords very very difficult and get into your sites without any issue it's a, it's still a pain in the ass on the
0: phone uh i don't have a problem with it at yeah. all
1: I I just want them to build it into things.
0: Well, it's in the share sheet. So make sure that you have it in your share sheet.
1: Okay, I will.
0: Yeah, because you can, for most things, I can just, you know, pull pull up the share sheet, go over to it, off with my thumbprint, and it'll just, it'll fill it in for me.
1: Awesome. I will have to do that next step then. See? So
0: so maybe RTFM. Even
1: I learned. Well, there are no (laughs) F and M's anymore. (laughs)
0: There are. Find, there. find me an effing M. It's on the Internet of Things.
1: Okay. Oh, yes, the Internet of Things. We talk about this a lot. There is a reason that, well, first off, Jason doesn't even have a water heater. And when he gets a water heater, it explodes all the fucking lines under his house. <laughs> so uh, he's not buying any of these fancy dude ads for the house yet, but I am definitely not getting them. I was a little bummed I never got the Nest thermostat, in, uh, but then not so much anymore. Okay. Even the Nest thermostats are leaking zip codes on the Internet.
0: Well, if you know where the house is, where the Nest thermostat is, you can probably figure out the zip code. So I don't see that as a huge problem.
1: It's just a list on a on a vast list uh, that researchers at Princeton came up with. Uh, they basically went through and studied a lot of these different products that are out there and found out that none of them are safe.
0: No, they're pretty much And There's not.
1: no security on any of them.
0: My My friend the other day was like, it's so cool. I've got my lights. I can now control by using Siri. And... <laughs> I'm like okay great good for you and yeah. then at the end of the day he's like okay this is the 10th time i've had to fix my damn lights because <laughs> they kept breaking i'm like <laughs> you know what mine don't do that i have a switch and yeah i have great. a switch and it works nice i have to say though because i stayed at his house and uh he's got those hue lights everywhere in his entire house i heard and those it, badass it is a it, i mean it's like you're on a virgin america flight all the time Cause you can have them like cycle through different colors and change during the day and they automatically switch at night to like, you know, so there's not blue in it. So you're not like, you know, staying up later. Right. All in all, it's a cool system, but the whole, the whole thing just creeps me out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind so much the light bulbs, but, uh, I'm talking like when you get to the point where you're putting a thumbprint or anything on your door, just use a key and a deadbolt, please. We're not there.
0: No. Cause all that is, is just adding layers of penetration ability because Yeah, somebody can steal your key, but somebody can also just kick the door in. But if you have one of these home security systems, like we talked about on last week's show, people can break into your house and you won't even know it.
1: Yeah, you won't even know. They'll Mm -hmm. get around it and they'll basically, you know, you're supposed to get a notification that somebody's entered your house, but they've hacked that. Yep. So you won't and you don't know. And yeah, yeah. Let's stay away from the internet of things until Zuckerberg fixes it all.
0: (laughs) Internet of hoodies. Ooh, let's get that domain name. of
1: the week A uh, big thank you to both Tedford Mails and Scott Helgeson who uh, gave us donations via PayPal and Scott said love your show so thank you guys so much you're helping keep the, the Internet of Things lights on here <laughs>
0: Yes. <laughs> um, and this one, next one comes in from uh, grumpyoldgeeks.com, comes from Rico. It says, the end is nigh. Toss the holy hand grenade and pass the gravy. He sends us a link to a motherboard article uh, entitled, Sleep Tech Will Widen the Gap Between the Rich and the Poor.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting article. I know the, uh, the, the gist of it basically being that uh, wealthy people will be able to pay for some sort of technology slash whatever solution to allow them basically to only sleep two hours a night instead of the biologically required, you know, six to eight. So they'll be able to keep doing more and make more money while all us poor people will be fucked.
0: I need this technology badly.
1: <laughs> I definitely I need this don't, technology. don't want it. I love sleep. Well, the,
0: see, the problem is I can't sleep because of the puppy. So I need this technology just so I can actually have a functional day.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You've been having some issues. But yeah, this is a really interesting article. And, and, I you know, it's not surprising. And it's an angle of fear that I had not thought of. So thank you so much.
0: Yes. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> uh, disrupting uh. everything
1: yeah. Uh, Also from GrumpyOldGeeks.com, Ted wrote in. uh, I particularly love this comment, so here we go. First and foremost, I'm a big fan of your show, but I have an issue with Jason crying about not being able to afford a hot water heater. I swear he just took a vacation and probably used his newest model iPhone, Apple Watch, or his new laptop or iPad, which I'm almost positive he purchased recently. Maybe he could curb his frivolous spending. Maybe he should not have adopted a dog if he has no money. Being a member of the blue-collar lower and lower middle class, I try my best. My water heater died, and I went over to Home Depot and picked one up. I installed it in the dark, upside down, in snow, <laughs> both ways.
0: Both ways. <laughs> I never even
1: missed a hot shower. <laughs> of course, I am typing this on a gasp Dell desktop PC that I bought scratched and dented or maybe my four-year-old Samsung tab. As an adult, I'm forced to skip things I want to afford to uh, the things I need. Uh, I get being mad about having to repair things, but in the end, it's nobody's fault but his own. Rant over. Thanks, Ted. Ah, hey, <laughs> thanks, Ted. You, you brighten my day. <laughs>
0: Yes, I know I have a problem with frivolous spending, but yeah, I also...
1: I've, I've known Jason a very long time, Ted, and uh, his, his uh, priorities have always been a bit strange.
0: <laughs> really? You think so?
1: Well, you know, I mean, back in the day, we were all kind of like that, tech over anything else. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, Jason has different priorities. Uh, yeah, shower. <laughs> He's got a new tablet.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you have
1: a new tablet, I do not. That's true. I'm the one that got the new tablet recently. Right.
0: So And fortunately for me, most of my gadgets come as business expenses, so I can write them off. There is <laughs> and a, we have something a fun- to talk about on this show.
1: There's a lot of truth to that as well, Ted. Uh, Being in the industries that we're in, these are basic requirements for us. Um, But, of course, I do have a water heater that's working. Uh, Some things are just unforeseen, and you don't budget for it, and it happens. Uh, I know that I'm probably going to have to buy a new dryer soon because it's making strange noises. So I, uh, you know, instead of getting the iPad Air 2 uh, for the wife, I just cheaped out and got the iPad Air. (laughs) There you go. There you go.
0: All right, so... Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess I should read this one. We switch back and <laughs> forth. So uh, this came in from Patreon, and we love the comments that come in from Patreon because that means you love us and you gave us a buck or two. Uh, this is from Egghead Games. Uh, he slash she writes this pretty often. He is a sad face emoticon about your water heater, Jason. Yes. That's very and, sad. Yeah. And of course, the general evisceration of the USA middle class. Uh, maybe you're not here if you're pointing out the USA. Maybe. You might be lucky. Are you in country one, two, or three of the best countries to live in? <laughs>
0: Or five, Uh, six, or seven.
1: Yeah. What's to be done? Bail the rat race. I have been following this guy for years, and he has a link to Mr. Money Mustache. Uh, That link will be in our show notes. Uh, Normal reaction for people is that that's BS uh that's so stupid hackpad as a child a <laughs> depression era child and hence a natural cheapskate penny pincher i find it resonates some of it is just sticking it back to the man that anyone can do get a better cell phone plan smart car and housing choices gradually gets more exotic by modern consumer standards follow the job money versus do what you love dump the constant upgrade cycle buy with cash not credit and yeah he's a former software guy advice worth exactly what you paid me for it i continue to love the show get off my lawn uh i, I did read through all this and a a lot of it is pretty smart. Um, I take issues with things like you should always be going around and trying to switch plans to something that's slightly cheaper because that doesn't factor in the your cost and time uh, because that uh, time is money. And you know, when you when you start to get crazy like that, and you're always switching and you're always researching things, that just sucks up so much of your time uh, that I think could be better spent elsewhere. But a lot of this stuff is really, really good advice. And everybody can actually uh, benefit from a quick read of this and and trying to integrate some of the ideas into your life,
0: yeah, Mr. Money Mustache has been around for a couple of years. I've seen seen many posts by him. And uh, they're usually pretty good. They're common sense. It's just actually getting off your ass and doing it, which, you know
1: that's always the execution
0: is the uh is always the hurdle
1: yes it's the last mile problem
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the last dollar problem.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, always appreciate it. I love. We love it when anybody writes us. We like to talk about it. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at GOG Podcast or at Patreon at patreon.com slash GOG. We have a website at grumpyoldgeeks.com where you can listen to shows, leave feedback, or better yet, ask us questions that we can read on the air with the little checkboxy thing. If you have friends, please tell them about the show. And please, if you like the show, drop us an iTunes review. They really do help us out. It'll only take a minute or two. Go to grumpyoldgeeks.com slash iTunes. And it'll take you right there
0: at the library
1: i stayed up until 2 a.m so i could finish i could get that last last 10 pages problem done uh written in fire by marcus sake
0: yeah i i was also up no i i have that last 10 pages (laughs) problem (laughs) i'm almost there oh man
1: i'm I'm annoyed with you because i was so tired last night and i was like i gotta finish this i told jason i'd finish this (laughs)
0: I, yeah, I was so close and then, you know, uh, sleep issues and I just, I was almost done and then I just fell asleep.
1: All right. Well, uh, I liked it so far. I love it. It was good. I don't, I, 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 can't spoil it for you. So I, I don't know what else to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll have a much more in-depth review next week, but, uh, (laughs) for, for the most part, I'm actually enjoying the book quite a bit. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and uh, you had two other books that you said you were going to have read and be discussing on
0: today's show. Have, yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I
1: finished it last night, so I have no idea what I'm going to read next, um, but I will have something else read by next week, I suppose.
0: And you're not allowed to start over on Dune again. Oh, no, I only do that like once a year.
1: <laughs> oh, great. Oh, wait, it's a new year. It's a
0: new year. <laughs> Software, apps, and gadgets.
1: Oh, remember the browser wars.
0: Oh, yes, I do.
1: We're getting another new browser. Oh, great. Just Mm -hmm. what we need. Um, It's called the Brave browser. (laughs) Okay. Brought to us by Brendan Ike, one of the co-founders of the original Mozilla Foundation and creator of the JavaScript language. Uh, he's announced a new venture called Brave Software, and uh, they're going to give us a new browser, which will block ads and speed up the web and save everything and hopefully not make us all redesign everything all over again.
0: Yeah, I won't be using this one. because yeah, me, I, I know Brendan Ike from way back in the day mm-hmm. and uh, almost got in a fistfight with him. So I'm going to pass
1: fair, on that one. To be fair, there, it's a short list of people that you didn't almost get in a fist fight with.
0: This is true. So. This is true. In my younger, in my younger days, I was a little bit of a douchebag. <clears throat> <laughs> Shut up.
1: Okay. Moving on. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this because I basically put a media thing, a music thing, in software, apps, and gadgets, because it's more software than music. Massive Attack has released an app that uses your iPhone data to give fans unique remixes. I don't know how exactly this works under the player or under the hood. Uh, It's called Phantom. It works with iPhone 5S and up. It has original music that they have written in there that does different things depending on what you're doing with your phone. I hate this crap. I mean, I I liked it. I put it on. I've been listening to it. I don't want to interface with with my music from Massive Attack. I want to hear what Massive Attack wrote. (laughs) <laughs> you don't so wanna... I, I would like an album for Massive Attack. I don't want various bits and bobs of music that move in and out depending on how my phone is moving. I know that this is where everything is going. Um, we talk about this. This is why Snapchat is massive for kids. Everybody wants to be the star of their own story. Everybody wants to be me, me, me. So why shouldn't you be redoing Massive Attack's music for you? <sighs>
0: Can you save these remixes so you, it's like not unique every time? Like if you get something that works and you really dig it, can you save it?
1: Apparently you can. I didn't care enough to even try that. Like I said, I just really want to listen to Massive Attacks music, and I love the soundscapes and the different things that they're hearing. I'm hearing in this when I walk around. I just I want I want to download the album. I want to hear what you wrote. That's what I want. But yeah, this I is guess... like the
0: musical equivalent. I'm of... <laughs> this is the musical equivalent of shabu shabu, where you have to go cook your own food.
1: It is a bit that it's, uh, I mean, it's interesting and it's cool. And I don't mind the concept and uh, they released it for free. Uh, okay. Uh, well then you me- can't complain. It's free. I know, but now put out an album that I will pay you for. And I'd
0: rather listen to that anyways. Well, maybe they've got one in the Canon. This is the precursor like PR push.
1: I am hoping so. Uh, Apparently they did an interview with Motherboard and they said the idea for the app came about while considering remixes for release. Why would we put out a premixed album out there when there's all these algorithms that'll mix this for you? Robot revolution. God. Come on, people. Write your music. Please. I love Massive Attack.
0: Media Candy.
1: Adam Ant is one of those uh, guys that it was around early 80s, you know, late 70s, did crazy ass stuff. In fact, I actually remember I was working with Coldplay and they did the whole Viva La Vida thing. So they had these funky outfits. And uh, the first time that they, I guess, kind of mostly premiered them here in the U.S. was, uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. And they were, I walked backstage and walked into their dressing room and they're all wearing them. And I was like, hey, wow, you kind of reminded me of Adam and the Ants. Uh, They didn't like that very much. (laughs) Anyways, Adam Ant is an interesting guy. Uh, He has had some serious mental illness, um, and he tried to do like a 2013 musical comeback. Uh, At that time, they did a documentary about him, and that is currently playing here in L.A. I'm very interested in seeing this. Um, He's an interesting character, and he was a huge rock star, and it all kind of went away because he had so many problems uh, mentally and legally. So I'm very curious about this guy's story.
0: No, I'm definitely want to, I want to check this out. I was a huge fan of his back in the day. And, yeah. uh, I, I, for some reason I thought he died a couple of years ago, but that was just his career.
1: Yeah, no, it was just his career. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was 20, yeah, around 2013, when he tried to do a comeback, there was a lot of news about him and then it just went away again. And I think he's one of those guys that, uh, that the, uh, Facebook, uh, death rumor mill constantly kicks up, but he's not dead.
0: Okay, good. Abe Vigoda though, still alive for so we'll sure. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> um, Black Mirror, which we've reviewed several times every season. They come out with new stuff. We always review it. And it has now been picked up by Netflix for 12 episodes. So hat tip of this one comes from friend of the show, Calby Monday. And I am just extremely excited about this. Everything is Netflix. I thought you canceled Netflix, Jason. Well, I doesn't mean I have to watch it on Netflix. Okay, that's true. <laughs> and in other Netflix news, Pee Wee Herman is coming back. Yay. He
1: doesn't... He- I mean, I know he's caked with makeup, but he does not age.
0: No, they just dip him in, (laughs) just dip him in the makeup vat, but he's, he's, he ages well.
1: Uh, I'll probably watch this. I I do. I enjoy me some Pee Wee Herman. I I like the, the insane world he's created around himself and, and I'll watch it. I'm sure I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll
0: come over to your house and we'll watch it on Netflix together.
1: All right. You get a ride with large Marge over here. Okay. (laughs) uh star trek the ultimate voyage is a concert tour uh they've got over a hundred dates and they're going to be playing all the music from star trek i'm actually kind of interested in this
0: you know i went to one of these things where they did all the lord of the rings music Mm -hmm. and i was just fantastically bored
1: (laughs) i mean you know i think the problem is because they didn't give you an app that would let you remix all the music yourself
0: Eh, could be. But it was it was at the Hollywood Bowl, so uh, they had a bar that let me remix whatever I wanted to drink, so that kind of got me through it.
1: Right, right, yeah. But, you know, it's it's a cute idea. I haven't done anything like this yet, so uh, apparently you're not a fan, but I, I will go see this because they'll be projecting, you know, things on uh, from the different films onto the screen while they're playing it, and yes, there will be a bar.
0: Yeah, you know, the bar is the saving grace because these things truly are fantastically boring. we <laughs> on of the week. Now, we've all seen people that go to Starbucks or the Coffee Bean or whatever coffee shop you have and do their work, right?
1: Uh yeah, it's pretty endemic here in Los Angeles where people really don't work and they're all just sitting there on their laptops typing away on their stupid screenplay.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> uh well, I saw this in uh LAist a couple weeks back. And it's this dude that goes to Starbucks with a full audio video setup with like a massive like 40-inch TV and sets up and just, he does it this around town and it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, what do you think about this when somebody comes in and does that kind of thing? Because I've seen people with towers that come in or IMAX, they like, come in with an IMAX instead of a table, take up a whole table for four and just plop down and go.
1: I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, This guy's rig is insane. I mean, he's got a multi-track mixer there. It looks like he's like mixing for TV or something like that. Uh, This is dumb. No, this is wrong. I mean, there are shared spaces all over Los Angeles and all over every major city, next space, things like that. That's where you go. You pay your 27 bucks or whatever for the day and you set up there. You don't go to Starbucks and do this. I mean, sure, I guess you can, but you're just a douchebag.
0: Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Yeah, this guy's a douchebag. So I, check
0: out the show notes and for a link to this. And you can see the pictures of this guy and his, his setup. It's pretty interesting. Let us know what you think about this.
1: I, I like the comment from uh, some guy on Reddit. It's kind of dickish, but I also sort of admire his chutzpah.
0: I, I know. See, that's <laughs> that's where I'm kind of toured with it. I'm like, you got some balls to do that, but it's still kind of a dick move.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a total dick move. Uh, speaking of morons, I've got one as well. Uh, remember that uh, big lottery thing where it was the one point six billion dollar prize, and people were kind of losing their minds here.
0: Vaguely, I didn't yeah. I didn't pay much attention to it. I'm not well, a lottery I, guy.
1: You and I both think lotteries are stupid tax. Um, and this <laughs> yes. got, this this girl got taxed hard. Uh, her name is Cinnamon Nicole, which alone should probably tell you a couple things. Uh, yeah, she, had, she had
0: terrible parents.
1: <laughs> she spent her entire life savings buying as many tickets as she could afford. So she'd have the best possible chance of winning Wednesday's, one or back then, $1.6 billion prize. Uh, obviously, she lost. And if that wasn't dumb enough, then she took to the internet because apparently she still had a computer and access uh, to uh, ask people to donate money, not to replenish her life savings. So she could then try again at the next lottery and spend all that money on tickets uh they took it down but surprisingly and just to prove that she's not the only idiot in this story uh she had raised up to 800 dollars before it was removed
0: oh my god <laughs> so there are, oh man i just have no words for this one
1: <laughs> who's just... more the fool the fool or the fool who follows him
0: yeah seriously wow uh yeah i got i pretty much got no words on this this is a moron of the week for sure Now, I've taken a lot of road trips.
1: Have you? Not since, uh, no. no, not since I was a kid with my parents. Uh, I know something about that has a. I no, I, I'm not a fan. I, I want to be on a plane. I mean, I did do one cross-country road trip uh, a couple years back with Mr. Resnick of the Goo, Goo Dolls, who wanted to take a bunch of his uh, studio equipment from here in L.A. to Buffalo to record an album there. So I did that. That was uh, fun-ish.
0: <laughs> fun-ish.
1: <laughs> no, it, it was reasonably fun, but, uh, you know, you, there, a lot of this country, as you discussed and discovered when you took your stupid train trips is ugly and boring and not good.
0: <laughs> it is. It's absolutely boring. It's why they're called the flyover states because there's just nothing there to do. Yeah. Um, and I've done this cross the cross country trip, you know, eight times now. So, um, so I was very intrigued when I saw this, uh, website come up called Losted E Minor. And, uh, the article is why pay for hotel rooms when you can sleep comfortably in your car. Now.
1: (laughs) Toilet, shower. I'm just spitballing some ideas here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, air conditioning, uh, (laughs) vending machines (laughs) anyway. So there's this company out there who, uh, makes a car mattress I Umers, is E U M E R C E is the name of the company. I've mm-hmm. ne, I I don't know even know how to pronounce that, but it's kind of a customized air mattress for your back seat. So it turns your entire back seat into a you know, flat air mattress that you can sleep on, gives you more space. Now, I don't know about you. I've got a Ford Focus, which is a a compact car. So yeah,
1: I I have a Mini.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you're in the same boat there. Now I don't care how much extra space I get in the back seat with this thing, I'm still a little longer than my car is wide, so comfortably would be a stretch.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and the uh, just I love the name. So why pay for hotel rooms when you can comfortably sleep in your car? Well, because it's it definitely sucks. <laughs> anybody who is going to be spending a you know a lot of time in their car sleeping probably is living in their car, which means <laughs> that almost everything. They- yeah. Work
1: for a tech company and are in the parking lot. I think we covered that story a few times. <laughs> exactly.
0: And also, everything that they own is already going to be in the back seat. So you can't, you know, I don't know. But I, just-
1: I, I, yeah, I don't really see what the target market is for this. Cause if you're really into, you know, camping out and things of that nature, you have tents and, and you're not going to be in your car. Um, this just seems pretty silly to me.
0: Yeah. I just wonder if they focus group this before they actually went out and built it.
1: Was well, there? it is neat. Uh, how it fits in and everything. But uh, yeah, I can't imagine ever wanting to use anything like this and uh, oh God journalism bade adieu. You can now bade adieu to AK ac- backs. Isn't it bid?
0: Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. Okay. Just checking.
0: No, no, nobody spell checks anymore.
1: Uh, that's yeah. Grammar, words, language,
0: emoji. Totes. Beep. Beep. Oh no, it's not. I was bouncing around the internet looking for something to do while my, you know, I think my tea was brewing, mm-hmm. and I found this great story about the shit pyramids of King Sneferu. I Snifferu. just love the title. I know. Uh, it's a, it's basically a post about all of the pyramids that came before the Great Pyramid, and I, how they learned how to make pyramids by making really crappy ones.
1: I, when, when you put the link in, I, I was a little disappointed to find out that these were not pyramids actually made of shit. I was too. I I thought it was going to be. So I started with disappointment, but then I actually went through the whole thing and it's actually a fantastic, great article about, yeah, the history of how they learned to make pyramids.
0: Yeah. It's really fun.
1: (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. So thank you, Jason.
0: You're welcome, Brian.
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, I also found something of interest. Uh, this is a, a story by Julia Blues, and it's on Vox. Uh, I asked eight researchers why the science of nutrition is so messy. Here's what they said. Uh, for next week, I'm going to ask uh, eight editors from websites why they can't make real titles anymore and <laughs> see what they say. But uh, yeah, it was a great run through about how complex uh, all of this nutrition stuff is. Uh, You and I have had some discussions based on our buddy Tim Ferriss and his book about this sort of thing. So I thought this was a really interesting read into basically it's all so complicated that it's almost impossible to tease out cause and effect uh, to any specific things. And unless you can really do uh, studies, like you'd have to lock someone away and say you're just eating fruits and veggies for the next 25 years. And you know, we'll we should what-
0: yeah, we <laughs> should actually like uh outsource this to North Korea because that's probably the only place in the world where you can actually do a study like this.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and basically, uh, the study or this this article also says that basically everybody lies about not only wh- what they eat, but actually what they do. People lie, and uh, not even on purpose. They don't really remember. Uh, we all know our memories are fuzzy at best. We've talked about that more than a few times. Um, and, but there is some hope that technology may save this. As one of the uh, one of the nutritionists says, "I want a camera, a stomach implant, a poop implant, and a thing in the toilet that grabs your pee and poop before you flush it away, and electronically." sends information off of what was in there. So internet
0: of poop. Yes. The internet of poop is coming probably. <laughs> is.
1: Yeah. So it was a great read. Uh, and the last thing I caught, which I just love, um, you and I did the metrics thing for a long time and, uh, both kind of said, well, what the fuck am I doing all this for? Tracking absolutely everything about me. Uh, this guy was wearing a, uh, one of a uh, Fitbit, um, and he was wearing it as he got dumped by his girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, This is fantastic. I'm sorry, boyfriend. Uh, This is, we live in a non-specific world. So yeah, he got dumped by his boyfriend. And uh, (laughs) you got to, the link is in the show notes. The charts uh, during the breakup are insane off the scale. Uh, He tweeted that he actually, the Fitbit thought he was working out. (laughs) because (laughs) His heart rate rose so high. And oh, this is just absolutely fantastic.
0: No, you have to, you have to go look at the graphs. It's... this is what happens when you, uh, when you carry these things around. It's just you get you – get, sometimes you get erroneous data. Or interesting data. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very – this is a very fun one. Not yeah. for him. I feel bad for the guy, but uh, – Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But he's, he's made the best of it. You know, he's, he's put all this out there, and it's absolutely awesome. So sorry, guy. Sorry you got uh, dumped, but I love this. I love it.
0: Are you kidding me? Love it. Speaking of the internet of poop, <laughs> <laughs> we found, uh, well, I got this from she- Boing.
1: we, oui. um,
0: okay. I, <laughs> I found this, uh, on boing, boing, actually from a tweet, I think from Shani Jardin, uh, the internet of things in your butt, the smart rectal thermometer and uh, mother motherboard has an article. <laughs> the title is this rector- rectal thermometer is the logical conclusion of the internet of things. Yeah. And, yep. Yes. It is a thermometer. You can stick up your butt and pair it with your smartphone. <sighs> oh God. I love yeah. it. <laughs>
1: this is, uh, again, we are just inventing things that are not an issue. Uh,
0: oh, uh, this is <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of my reaction to, I know we're supposed to have words because this is a podcast, but sometimes you just kind of don't sometimes have any,
1: you just don't. But, uh, uh, in this article, uh, at Modus Mundi on Twitter has my words for me. Where is your God now? IoT rectal thermometer, all caps.
0: <laughs> now, to, to be honest, or to just you can take, it, take your temperature orally or your underarm or rectally. So hopefully <laughs> you don't start sticking it up your butt and then say, Oh, I don't feel like sticking it up my butt today and pop it in your mouth. <laughs> or, or if you're a real dick, if you have a roommate, and you really want to kind of get back at them, you can, you know, say, oh, you feeling sick? Here, use my thermometer today after you've put it up your butt for the past couple months. You know, there are, uh, there are options for having a good time with it, but it is still pretty funny. Closing shout outs. I would like
1: to make it absolutely clear that uh, the person I'm about to talk about has already passed away, so there's no chance of me bringing on his death. Uh, shout out to Michael Hutchinson who was from NXS. Uh, he would have been 56 today. It's his birthday. And uh, they'll be playing a lot of his music on Sirius XM today. Um, NXS is one of those bands that I didn't care much for at the time, but I've grown to appreciate later on in life. And um, he, was, he was a true rock star and a great singer. And a lot of that, a lot of the early music is fucking awesome. So shout out to, shout out to him.
0: Yeah, I miss them. They were good. They yeah, were you know,
1: they're still around, sadly, but they, I think they're the band that they took the winner of one of those stupid contests and made him the new singer.
0: That's exactly what they did. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't listen to any of that crap. People go back, no, to the, no,
0: go back, go listen to devil inside. That's one of their,
1: Oh, hell yeah. That's a great album. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, that's all I got for this week. So thanks for listening. I'm Jason DeFilippo, and you can check me out at jpd.me
1: and I'm Brian Schilmeister and you can follow me on Twitter at slenderfungus.
0: Grumpy Old Geeks is a fan-supported show. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com GOG. We really appreciate your support. If you don't want to or can't donate but still want to support the show, please go to grumpyoldgeeks.com iTunes and leave us a few words and five stars or tell a friend about the show. Intro music for the show is provided by the band Among Us. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Music. Or you can donate through the Grumpy Old Geeks Patreon page at patreon.com GOG to get 10 exclusive tracks. Outro music for the show is provided by Andy Stachanski. You can follow Andy at twitter.com slash houseofandy. And he's also on SoundCloud at grumpyoldgeeks.com Andy. Show notes for all the links discussed in this episode can be found at grumpyoldgeeks.com 144.
1: Someone hacked my butt.